Welcome to the official podcast where the bombs get thrown. I'm your host, May Shayla Bogan, and I introduce to you the Mike Bomb Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to season two of the Mike Bomb Podcast with your host, me, Shayla. I am now being joined as a new co-host. Stacy, the Stacy X Sports on TikTok, Stacy X Sports on Twitter. Don at Stacy J on IG. We'll get into that later. But still all the same thing. You can still reach all the same great content from all of those places. And I am here to rock you through season two. Yup. Yeah. Hey, you know, thank you for joining. Um Unfortunately, Kayla is not here at the moment. She's doing a little errands, running late. So it's just going to be us for possibly maybe the whole episode. We don't know. But whenever Kayla hops in, hopefully she knows what's up and well, we'll go from there. All right, Stacey. So this is like she both said, we both said season two, episode number one, the Mike Bomb podcast, host me, Shayla, co-host Stacey J. Kayla will join whenever she can, if she can this episode. If not, we'll see her next, you know, we'll see her next episode or down the road. Um, anyway, so we got a lot to get into. Yeah. So a lot of sports has happened. It's like, I've been losing so much assets. Like I've been struggling to freaking put out content on the social media page. It just keeps happening. So much. As soon as you put something out, something else is going on. Yeah, it's something like. going on. So now, especially it's like we have, we just went through the, the Equinox, the sports Equinox, where we had something going on in every sport every day. So oh there's God. like games. Uh, MLB, MLB, hockey, shoot yeah. lacrosse. What else was going on? This? Like what wasn't going on? Everything but the WNBA was going on. Mm. So it's like, Free oh Brittany my Grattan. god. Oh yeah, yeah. That that. Oh my god. Uh, do you want to get into that, or should we just? I mean, since we rolled into it, if you yeah, haven't known, well. if you haven't been paying attention as of right now, um, Brittany Griner went at last February to Russia to play a game. 
there's a whole nother topic there that we're not going to get into right now about why WNBA players have to go to other countries to make their coin. We not Because that's a whole nother episode. Mm. <laughs> like, it's literally but, an entire episode of that. Oh, um, my episode. God. We could we, definitely it's, it's get into so that much, next one, though. Right. So much sports. We can't touch it. So you've been safe this time. But please believe we're going to touch on that. Definitely. But um, she went there with the vape pen. It may or may not have been empty. It was a very minuscule amount. But again, politics with Russia. Russia don't play that. Russia has detained her and has since sentenced her to nine years in prison. And I don't know about anyone else, but I definitely do not want to spend nine years in a Russian prison. Um, she's filed many appeals. Um, they all have since been denied. They've de- they've decided now to give her time served from when she's been in. So she's gone from nine years to eight years. A lot of people have been in touch with her camp, her lawyers and everything. And she understandably so has been suffering a bit with her mental health. So we just definitely send out all the thoughts, prayers, positive energy, positive vibes, everything to BG as she is literally fighting for her freedom and potentially her life in Russia. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's I hate to be negative Nancy here, but it's gonna be extremely hard for her to survive in a Russian person because we don't know what they can do to her, you know. And that's the one thing I fear is possible death might just be happening on its way because let's just call it like it is. Russia's using Brittany Grainer as a pawn, you know, to to stick it to America. Obviously, they're not the best of friends. They're technically kind of in a war, you know, because of the Ukraine situation and other history that has happened. So, okay. And America did maintain one of their own inside of an American person. So they feel like this is just a way to get back because they know who Brittany Griner is. Every, I mean, all the non-ignorant people will say knows who Brittany Griner is. Uh, Mel or female she's one of the best athletes that this country has to offer she is an olympic gold medalist no she has competed in so many of the u.s women basketball teams and for the olympics so she has represented this country extremely well um WNBA all-star obviously the only thing she's really missing is the WNBA championship and it sucks for the phoenix mercury because the, we could be leaning towards Diana Taurasi's last year or mm-hmm. two in Phoenix, and then we don't really know what's up with Skylar Diggins-Smith, except for she's pregnant. Yeah, currently um, her, yeah, yeah, and pregnant. And I was hoping it was something a little more positive than that when she pulled out of last season when the Mercury was eliminated in the first round by the play in the, in the postseason. But the dissension between her on the team with some of her teammates, we were noticing that. Oh, they were getting they were tussling on the sidelines a little yeah, bit. Yeah, her and so, Diana Taurasi. Um, many people listen. felt like, yeah, mm-hmm. many people felt like Diana has a habit apparently of bullying her teammates, and we all know Skylar as just a no nonsense person. Like, yeah, not yeah. gonna play that. I mean, you can't blame her. You can't blame her. You don't let nobody walk all over you. But speaking of Skylar, she pretty much spoke out and said it best for all of us. When they, when we first found out that Brittany Griner was facing a nine-year sentence when she was, uh, you could say prosecuted, if that makes sense, or sentenced or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not really the best at law, you know, at, you know, at law terms, as you may notice, but um, it's just, she said it. She not expecting everybody to give a damn, but they do. But we just want Skylar to know that 
I, Stacy, and Kayla, if she was here at the moment, we give a damn. And that's why we're speaking on it to bring more attention to it. First and, we, and foremost. Thank you. And Starting we definitely, off the season. Yeah. And we thank Stephen Curry, you know, in his ring ceremony for bringing it up, for bringing it more to the forefront because that's what we need we need more athletes of his caliber with his marketing and all of that to bring attention to this because I feel like this is getting thrown under the rug too much because so much has been happening in sports and unfortunately the WNBA has just not been acknowledged as an actual sport league by many anyways and then someone who many are not feeling because of the national anthem um, thingy, the protest, Brittany Griner being arguably one of the forefronts in representing the WNBA with that. But to say that she broke a law, I think what many people are just using is the fact that she stood up for herself in a country that was just not representing what they were supposed to represent. And now you got Americans her own damn people pretty much is going against her saying, oh, well, now she will learn how to appreciate America and all of this. But that's not what this is about. It's absolutely about one of our own being detained in a country that we're practically in war with. Like this girl can wind up and I'm and and it breaks my heart to say it, but she can wind up being dead by the next time. And we don't want that. We don't even want to even risk that, but her being in that prison is going to risk that because we don't know what can happen. We pray not, and we really hope that she is brought home sooner rather than later, but it's like, even if she would have gotten the appeal, here's the part people missing. She was going to miss another year of the WNBA season. That was mm-hmm. going to be another season she was going to miss because she wasn't going to be able to get into October, and the season is over around that time, if not over yeah. In September, so mm-hmm. that would have been another year. And what people and she's in her prime. She's in her prime, and then it's just the crazy thing about all of that is just the fact that they don't understand this right here. And we could, you know what? You're right. We can't get into that because that is going to be about a whole to say, topic. Yeah, we have to wrap up. It's going to be a whole other topic. Definitely not the last. Definitely yeah, not the last. It's not the last of that. So from Stacy, I and others, you know, if Stacy, you want to say something, definitely tap in before we wrap this up and head on to the NFL. But Brittany, we love you. We're with you. We pray that you get back home. Please stay strong for all of us and your friends and family. And definitely your wife who would never stop loving you. And we all know the real you. Us with a brain and common sense knows who the real Brittany Griner is and know that she's a great teammate, a great person, you know, who who's an awesome athlete. And we want her here. We, we, we want do. Brittany Griner here. We want you here and not just to have you back on the court, even though that's one of the reasons I'm going to keep it real because I miss her back. I miss her on the court. You know, it just feels so weird that one of the young top tier athletes is not here representing when the WNBA is going up. I feel like she should be a factor into that. And this should definitely bring more attention. But Brittany, we love you. We're with you um free you always it's always going to be free bg till it's backwards to spell backwards and till you're back home but yeah brent stay strong for us all we're with you whether you feel that way or not we're right here with you and we will do everything we can to make sure that free bg the hashtag would not die down until you're back here in america where you belong period 
everything. No, everything that you said. And um, again, we're going to do a whole separate type of segment and show on Brittany Garner because it's definitely, di- di- excuse me, definitely deeper than surface level. But definitely. it's just so much to get through. And yeah, so much to talk about. And so much to talk about. All of it. But we going to scoot on to this NFL. Se- wh- whose NFL season is this? Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. See, so what's God. really What's happening? What's happening? Who? The Giants? Or what? Five and one, six and one. The damn Jets. Let's talk about that. We the we Jets saw the Giants are- win the damn Super Bowl a couple of times before. We never seen the Jets. Last time the Jets were champions, my grandma was younger than I am, and I'm twenty three. Bless, Bless it be. Bless it be. And listen, and they don't know how to act, and it's yeah, good because you shouldn't. They they're. I mean, I feel like they feel like Falcons fans feel with a 30-point lead at halftime. I mean, okay. it should be said, but we don't know how to feel. Is this a fluke? Yeah. Is, the farce? Is the bottom going to fall out? But I mean, they're playing their Crypt Night Sunday, the Pats, at home. But uh, they mm. did lose Brees Hall, um, their mm. running back. But the crazy thing about it, they just got another great back in James Robinson from the damn Jaguars. Yes. So it's like, just like that, they're back in the, they're back. They're and back in the mix. I, yeah, they're back in the mix. I mean, they've been in the mix, but obviously the Brees, the the Brees Hall, you know, injury and with a torn ACL and a and meniscus. Listen, and you hate to see that in a rookie in their first season, especially yeah. when you see the impact that they've been making on the team. Uh, so definitely speedy recovery to Mister Hall. But definitely. um, shout out to the Jets. I really. Uh, commend the Jets for being able to pivot and make that quick move to make sure they don't lose any momentum because they have mm-hmm. to ride this horse all the way to the end. Yeah, they're in a tough division right now. Like, That's yeah. tougher than many people think. Like the Pats are three and four, but obviously they could definitely turn that around next week. And that's the crazy thing about that game is between them and the Patriots is straight up. The Jets can fall, but they could still be in, obviously they'll still be in a playoff hunt. I don't see anybody in the AFC outside of KC and um, Buffalo with a better record than them, which is the ironic part about all of that. But Very ironic, because everybody thought that the AFC West was going to be murderers row this season. Yeah, and they're not. Like, and nearly like... every team is below 500, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't know the Chargers record. I don't know the Chargers record, but Chargers fans don't seem too happy with their team. Um, this is the Chargers but, fans every uh, season. Broncos. No shade, no tea. But it's only because... The Chargers are always on the precipice of greatness. And every season, it's just like they're just a little bit short. I just like, felt like I- this was the Chargers here, but the <laughs> J.C. Jackson injury definitely is a low blow to that secondary. Um, They paid them great amount of money to come and join them in Dora James with J.C. Jackson, then Joey Bosa is out for a extended period of time, but they got Khalil Mack. Then Mike Williams now was out for a couple of weeks with a might, what I believe is a high sprain ankle injury. And then you turn right back around and then you got Keenan Allen, who we don't know much of the status of. So it's just the Chargers to me, it's always been a team that's been cursed either with injuries or just found ways to beat themselves. Just like my damn Steelers this year, find ways to beat themselves. God, I don't know. I don't know what's up with this. And it's crazy thing is like jinx because every season you hear how all of the commentators go on the tangent of Mike Tomlin never having a losing season. Uh, yeah, and, and the crazy thing like, is that's still on the line, even though it doesn't really look much like it, but mm. it's still on the line. And it's just so hard to write teams off because 
things could get shaken up real quick. We the trade deadline is November 1st. So we don't know who could be shopping going going anywhere. We don't know who's going to who. Um, there could be a lot of people that could be traded by that by that time, or maybe on that date before 4 p.m. Like people don't understand that. Like Robert Quinn just got traded to the freaking Eagles from the Bears. Let's talk oh as my if God. the Eagles need it. So listen, go Eagles. I personally am so proud of Jalen Hurts because we already knew he had it. He got that dog in him. We already knew that. Yeah. He just needed a little Alabama power. quarterback, and, man. And could, yes. And so I mean, I'm a Falcons fan, and I mean, I don't really think we have a dog in a fight at this point. So I can celebrate the wind of others. I can do that, and I can enjoy watching. I don't know. Your Falcons fight. ain't looking too bad. Like, yeah, they this, lost to the Bengals, but they are looking. Which a left lot. a sour taste in my mouth, but still, mm, I know. I'm sorry. Not, <laughs> hey, hey, you can't win them all, man. Better. You can't win them all. You can't win them all. They're looking a lot better than what we thought. We yeah. thought we'd definitely win more than four games, which is what they thought we would do. We are three wins into the four wins we're supposed to get, and it's week seven. So, I mean, sky's the limit. Um, but Marcus turn. has been doing a little bit, you know. Everybody's yeah. been doing a little bit. If we use and utilize Kyle Pitts a little bit more, maybe we can do a lot more. But I'm going to personally call Arthur Smith, and, you know, we'll talk about it. It's fine. So, if yeah. you guys don't worry about it, because we're going to discuss it. Let's Me, talk about your division, girl, because you guys are, like, <laughs> one game out of first place. Like, okay, you, if I'm not mistaken, you got the Panthers this week. Yes. And then it's like, okay, if Carolina beat you guys, they go in the first place because they spanked Tampa Bay last week. Oh my God. Listen, it's like, like, Tom may leave his family for this. Listen, Giselle is sipping her red wine on the corner of the couch, laughing. Of course she is. Of course she is. The divorce is not looking too good. And the things are not looking too good for Tom. Like everyone came at Ben last year, but oh my God. And it's it's easy to fall into the Tom Brady has fallen off trap because they've been saying Tom Brady's been falling off for 10 years every time he starts off a little rough. And then he turns around and win the damn Super Bowl. Oh my God. Please don't let that happen again. The man got seven. We don't need him to have eight. Exactly. And it was it's getting so hard to call at this point because I I think the team has ran out of iPads. He doesn't have any left to throw. So someone has to like Tom got to get it together. Like they have a lot of other issues going on. Uh, they acquired Julio. You know, we love Julio in the A. But keep a keep it a bean, keeping a bean a bean. We already knew what Julio was going to give them. We weren't worried. Because Julio was giving them exactly what we thought he was going to give them, which was a little bit of nothing. We love Quintoris. We love Quintoris Jones. But he has had a lingering injury for the better part of six years, six, seven years, and it always takes him out of the season. Midseason, he'll give you one, two, maybe three good games, but that's going to be it. You just got to sub him in when you need him for a quick play and take him out. You can't expect consistent production from him. And so... um, Mike Evans can't do it all alone. He missed a very catchable Mike Evans catch in the oh last game, which just speaks a little bit to how off this chemistry is um, with Tampa Bay right now. So, um, hopefully, well, not hopefully for me because they're in my division, but I mean, either way it goes, for the sake of Tom's marriage not going away in vain, uh, maybe they, they will figure something out because it's just been very interesting to watch. Yeah, and speaking of interesting to watch, let's talk about the NFC North because mm. it's not going the way we thought. 
Minnesota seems mm. like they're slowly but surely running away with this division. And then you got Justin Jefferson who's just going off on everybody. Craziness. That I that took a big L not picking him up in fantasy. I looked dead at him and picked somebody else. I can't even tell you. And if I Man. did, I'd be embarrassed to say it. I'm not even gonna do it. What about Aaron Rodgers? Let's so... talk about that guy because <laughs> see, he's see. Here's the thing, and this is me, and they could call me bias all you want. Come in my mentions. I don't give a crap. But they called Ben Roethlisberger out for practically in his career, throwing people under the bus, throwing teammates under the bus, calling teammates out, blah, 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 blah. Aaron Rodgers sat here deep from the month of August all the way to now practically doing the same exact thing. The same thing. And You expect that from Aaron, though. Like... Yeah. Ben is supposed to be, well, Ben was projecting to be like a good guy, team player, which he may have been, may not have been. Don't know him personally, can't speak on that. But yeah. Aaron Rodgers has this kind of bad boy, a-hole persona. So him doing that, it's right on par, right on brand for Aaron Rodgers. You practically don't expect anything less than that. So that's why for he's a able, good leader. That's why he's able to get away with saying he was immunized and not vaccinated and play a full season without penalty. It's just crazy because it's like, he's like don't get me wrong. I love, I love the disaster that Aaron Rodgers is. Don't get me wrong. It's entertainment. Love the drama. Love the drama. I mean, what's life without it? You know, what's life without it? But the Packers are not looking like the Packers right now. They are. They're not feeling Devonte Adams' absence ridiculously. And Kayla is here to join us. Kayla, welcome. What's up, guys? How are you? Nothing. We're just sitting here. Um, guys, you know, you remember Kayla from the last three episodes of season one. Yep, she's back for season two once again with Stacey J and I, once again, Mike Bomb, Kayla. So now it's your turn to tap in as Stacey's about to wrap up her point real quick about Aaron Rodgers. And then we want to hear your takes as well, because the, the NFL is crazy. Like the NFL is crazy. We understand you may not want to talk about it right now. You're not really feeling your Colts this year. I'm not really feeling my Steelers right See? now. Even See? though I'm still Kayla and I got a connection because she got she got our old bay. She got our old bay. He up there. Now he on the bench, but we're gonna talk about that. Wrapping up my point about Aaron Rodgers. Your granny oh. already said. You Pride. two you got a connection, though. Yeah. But go ahead. We're gonna get into See, that. Kayla and I listen. But our granny always told us, or some of the older saints, pride goes before the fall if Devontae and Aaron Rodgers just would have got their stuff together mm-hmm. both of them would be in a much better position than what they are in now listen to y'all grannies I know Devontae got a praying grandmother I don't know about Aaron Rodgers because he wrote off his entire family once again love the drama but <laughs> they should have listened and not let that pride get before the the bigger prize which is a ring because now they're both struggling. And I mean, the question for me is, is Matt LaFleur getting enough heat for how bad they're struggling? Um, Honestly, I really wouldn't say that it's Matt LaFleur or Matt LaFleur, as Stephen A. like to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because <laughs> here's the deal. 
regardless of who the head coach is in Green Bay, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' team. So it's going to be whatever Aaron Rodgers says, it goes. That's just that's just what it is. That's the pros of being a franchise quarterback. Like the Packers have not won a Super Bowl before Aaron Rodgers. Since Brett Favre, I believe in 95 or 96, they won that Super Bowl. I really don't remember. It was sometime in the late 90s. That I can tell you. But um. Aaron Rodgers, multi-time MVP, um, practically nearly every year since he took the starting spot. And then you turn right back around, and now you got, you know, your Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. You're throwing less than two interceptions or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Your great statistics, you throw, like, over 40 touchdowns or 30 touchdowns. It's like your touchdown-interception ratio, your passing yard ratio, your statistics overall. So it's like, and then everyone loves Aaron Rodgers. Everyone praises Aaron Rodgers. They love that he's outside of Patrick Mahomes, apparently, like many would call, the greatest talent that the quarterback position has ever seen. Everyone called Tom Brady the GOAT resume-wise, which no one is going to argue because the stats and the rings don't lie. And the wins speak for, they don't lie. They don't lie in wins. They don't lie in accolades. They don't lie in statistics. They don't. And, and even my Colts you- repping and cheering self has to <sighs> acknowledge the greatness that is yeah, Tom yeah. Brady, but it's, it's fine. Even with Peyton Manning, <laughs> um, um, yeah, we was actually talking a little more about that before you hopped on, Kayla, so we could definitely get a little more into that, but um, here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers, though. It's like Mike McCarthy got fired out of Green Bay for the lights of you, and now you got the Cowboys sitting here. I believe their record is, what, 5-2, and 5-1, and one? something yeah. like that. And that's Dan Quinn's McCarthy, team. Mike coaches. McCarthy don't have anything to do with that. Yeah, that's Dan Quinn. Yeah, that but just I nasty in Dallas. But <laughs> I digress. See, but I love, thought that came from your chest. Like you said, it was your whole chest. Oh yeah, I definitely. Uh, listen, <laughs> n- listen. She she's been killing it since she's hopped on here. This was a great addition. I, oh my god, thank you for coming. But still, it's just girl. Aaron I felt it in my chest. Yeah, you have to fill this in your chest. How many more head coaches? How many more people are going to lose their jobs because Aaron Rodgers just can't be what people think he is or what people on paper have him as? You have him arguably as the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. They have him above a lot of quarterbacks who resume can have something to say about that. But it's like People call, and this is me going back to Ben just a little as a Steeler fan, because people call Ben Roethlisberger out all these years for the same thing that Aaron Rodgers just did the entire offseason heading into this year. Young wide receivers getting thrown under the bus, and it's their word against his because unlike him, unlike them, he's the franchise. Then you got coaches getting thrown under the bus. You got Matt LaFleur, who never had a losing record season, to possibly this year might just be on the hot seat because his quarterback. Then you turn right back around. Offensive coordinators, receivers who practically ain't getting a fair chance with Randall Cobb on IR. And and now you got the Packers in the mix, possibly shot before wide receiver because the guy who's supposed to make everyone better, that's not the case here. That's not the case. You're losing to the commanders. You're losing every other game. And if you lose losing to the commanders, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I felt like, crap when my Steelers lost to the Jets I don't feel too bad right now because the Jets are better than we thought they were going to be so but it's just with Aaron Rodgers you can't uh, how many people is going to keep getting fired for the likes of this guy who just 
one way or another finds ways to not get it done. Now, do I think this little loose streak of Aaron Rodgers is going to keep lasting? No, I don't think it's going to last. I don't think so. It's just, it will be a cold day in hell if this loose streak of the Green Bay Packers under Aaron Rodgers is lasting. It's going to last. I got got a question. Can Aaron afford a losing streak with all of the shenanigans that we've I don't think so um no this is the thing pimps mess up we understand (laughs) trouble don't last always we understand that too but the thing with Green Bay is this is a prison of their own making they have a perfectly good quarterback sitting right up under Aaron Rodgers that they fuse to invest in that they fuse to develop and they fuse to give chances so they've made themselves prisoners to Aaron Rodgers and all the BS that he brings because they refuse to take a leap of faith and move forward eventually you're going to have to like even if Aaron Rodgers was on top of his game he's not going to be like that forever and the crazy yeah, this is a prison of their own making. I don't feel too bad for, for Green Bay. I remember as a Falcons fan, Green Bay, peak Aaron Rodgers Green Bay was one of my favorite teams to watch, even especially when the Falcons were highly competitive. Like one of my favorites, because you said the, the comparisons to Patrick Mahomes and everything was there. Like, I'm pretty sure he has a little bit left, but he's still not Aaron Rodgers of old. He doesn't have, like you said, Rondo Cobb is on Rondo Cobb is on IR. One of his best weapons, Devontae Adams, is living it up um, in Las Vegas. He's not really living it up. Um, free that man. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a prison of 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 Green Bay's own making. So it's the front office's decision. So if they're gonna keep continuing to sacrifice decent head coaches in order to appease an aging superstar, then so be it. Utilize and, your resources. Um, before I hand it off to Kayla here, I just want to tap in when you mentioned that they have Jordan Love sitting right under Aaron Rodgers. See, here's the thing that bothered me. Because in 2018, we still had Big Ben in his prime. You had A.B., you had Juju Smith-Schuster, you possibly had Martavis Bryant coming back, but we have receivers. Like, Pittsburgh had everything but a cornerback and a safety. That's how close they was to another Super Bowl run under the Ben Roethlisberger era. And the Steelers chose to draft Mason Rudolph and James Washington over both Greedy Williams, who was a cornerback, cornerback, correct me, Greedy Williams, who was a cornerback out of LSU, and Ronnie Harrison, who is a safety from Alabama. They chose Mason Rudolph and James Washington over both of them with a 23rd-ranked secondary, but top 10-ranked defense overall. Your defense number one is sacks. You're the best running back in the game. You know, you had the best backup in the game back then with James Conner, who was holding it down pretty good. You still had the number one offensive line in football. You had a top five quarterback in this prime. You had a top five receiving court in this prime. You had the best wide receiver, Antonio Brown, back then in the game. Julio Lovers, you may got something to say about that or two. Stacey, I see your face. But you had more than enough. <laughs> except for a secondary to win. And when Ben Roethlisberger voiced his opinion as the franchise quarterback of the Steelers, and rightfully so, he had every right to do this. He had every right. When he asked, how does draft? How does that help us win now? He wasn't talking about the future because he knew then that his time in Pittsburgh was coming to an end. But he also knew that with Shirley 
slowly but surely coming to an end because he was getting up there in age, but he still had more than enough to at least deliver the Steelers, the Steel City, another Super Bowl. But people came down on Big Ben's neck for basically voicing how does drafting Mason Rudolph pretty much, he didn't say it exactly, but he just said, how does this help us win now? Which means he's referring to how does drafting Mason Rudolph help us win now? Because I ain't get it either. Why the hell would you take him? You did not need a quarterback. You had Landry Jones, who's a much better quarterback, in my opinion, than Mason Rudolph any day, backup or starter. And you had all of this, but Ben was the bad guy when he said this, but Aaron Rodgers is the good guy for being upset that they drafted Jordan Love when, just like Ben, he was contemplating retirement. But the difference is Ben confirmed in a press conference in 2018 prior to the draft after the loss to the Jaguars in the divisional round that he was coming back. So, boom, mm-hmm. you already had a backup in Landry Jones. You had a starting quarterback still in this prime in Big Ben. You had a top five offense. You ain't need nothing on your offense. The offensive line at the time was the best in football. Then you turn right back around. You had a top 10 defensive line, top five, number one in sacks, number two overall behind the Jaguars. And then you had a top 10 defense. You was only a cornerback and a safety. It must be nice to rattle off those stats. And, you know, yeah. some of them yeah. are still recent. But, you know, I'll just hey. stay over here with my aging quarterbacks. That listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Yeah, we were going to get into that, Kayla. But we want to hear your thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers situation. Because I just find this hypocritical of the media to even turn around and do. You can't knock one quarterback you know, for doing the same thing that you're now defending another quarterback for doing. Because here's the reality. You are applauding Aaron Rodgers, who had everything that Ben Roethlisberger had, practically just a better defensive team, if we're going to be completely honest here, with a way more healthier defensive team, if we're going to be completely honest here. Home field advantage throughout the entire postseason, but yet was contemplating retirement, just like Ben was, even though Ben did confirm that he was returning the following year. You knocked him, but yet you're applauding Aaron Rodgers for the situation with Jordan Love. And I agree with you. You have a young quarterback in Jordan Love. Maybe it is time to move on from Rodgers because Rodgers is looking like he doesn't want to be out there. And then you're throwing people under the bus. People's getting fired. So many people cleaning have to, like, you got fathers out here struggling to take care of their families because you got a quarterback one way or another in the moments that matter most who just can't find a way to get it done. And it's, it's just that simple. How many more excuses are we going to have for Aaron Rodgers? And then Devontae Adams situation. I think he went to, he went to not Oakland, correct me. Las Vegas is because the fact that he wanted to be with his best friend from college, Derek Carr. He still he had faith of he had faith in him in the Raiders. He felt like he could have definitely he was that final piece missing with Hunter Renfro, you know, Darren Williams, Derek Carr. You know, he he felt like he was the final piece missing. Little did he know it was know the final piece they was really missing was prayer because they got all that and honey they are they are down bad. Yeah, they are, they are down. down. They're down bad. that division, but the hell the whole damn division down with Kansas City. If we're going to be completely honest here, but um, yes, so Again, that's it what it was. Nice. It yeah, nice. listen, listen, but then you have. But you, but you got to think about Devontae Adams. He's going where the money is. And he told them he did not want to play under the franchise tag. They tried to franchise tag him. Um, apparently, they didn't choose. They matched the deal that the Ve- that the Raiders already handed Devontae Adams off the rip. But it was too late, I feel like, yeah, when yeah, he got that off. Yeah, that. he got it too late. 
And okay. then you had a then you had a quarterback who just was not sure whether he was coming back next year. And you're Devontae Adams. You want to come into knowing who your quarterback is. Am I going to have a veteran or am I going to have a first year starter? And if I'm going to have a veteran, I want a quarterback that I know that's going to be here just as long as I am, which is why he chose to go back home near his family with his best friend from college and go from there. Kayla? Your turn now, sis. Um, you got to tap in into this because this is a topic that I think everyone, you know, is just looking at because this is a crazy NFL season. Oh, I mean, in, being completely honest, um, I'm, but anytime that Aaron and TB can, you know, both go down, you have a happy Colts fan in me. Um, but regardless of us winning or losing, um, but I mean, I don't even think you have to even look back at Ben from a standpoint of, you know, we're talking a lot of mess about Aaron and, you know, him losing, but I haven't heard too much criticism of Tom Brady either. Maybe that's just because Tom is Tom, but his loss was a little bit more rough than Aaron's. I feel Tom... Tom Brady is playing with a few less weapons and has a little bit less talent than Aaron Rodgers has. But Brady also stole like less controversy than Aaron Rodgers and Brady didn't throw his coaches under the bus as much as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. One of the biggest questions that I've been seeing is I've been watching a lot of the programming is who has a better chance of rebounding their season, Tampa Bay or the Packers. And I agree with everyone else. I feel like it's it's going to be Tampa Bay that's going to be able to make the rebound. I don't think that the Packers are going to be able to rebound. And, yeah. And I will say, though, on the coaching note, I feel like is Bruce still there. I mean, I feel like from that standpoint, Bruce will put together some, put together a prayer. High. Right. He'll put uh-huh. together <laughs> some prayers and tell everybody in there to get it the fuck together so I, I i i have to agree i feel like tom is gonna be fine aaron well we just better hope he can get it together that's all i gotta say on that situation um we're at that point but i mean yeah i feel like it also points out the fact that who's looking a little bit more run down i mean i guess that kind of speaks to you know tom brady truly being a goat at what 42 years old Oh, he's older like than he's that. Trying. He's like 45, sis. Yeah. Hey, look, for, mid 40s, but still out here. Listen, he done found the aunties thing. and got the recipe. Agent exactly. Listen, exactly. let so me fine. find he's... out. And speaking of Tampa Bay, previewing to, to, to this Thursday's Thursday night football game, they are taking on Lamar and the Ravens, who have had their own interesting journey up this far to the season already. Who do you take in the game, and who are you? What are you expecting out of Lamar and out of Tom? Um, I would love for Lamar to be great. Like, I, I love a quarter black, but I can't. Yeah. I, <sighs> I would love to give him the win, but I feel like Tom has a bad taste in his mouth from this weekend. He's From got the past a bit of two weekends, three weekends, right? Um, <laughs> and his, you know, his, his, his that home life situation that um, he might take all of that. Um, he his his off his offense just 
better hope and pray that they they're not the first one to mess up and that they're not the last one to mess up but i'm taking i'm taking tb12 um yeah this is a hard one for me it really is because it's like i said i hate cheering against a quarter black but it's tom it's brady just, Well, we understand your hate, uh, Miss Peyton Manning era, but um, greatest era of the Colts that I was able to watch and witness. Uh, ain't that ain't that us all? Ain't that us all? But <laughs> especially um, when Peyton's neck was being held together by the prayers of the righteous, like who knew? Look, yeah. <laughs> like, and Andrew's shoulder <laughs> holding on for dear life, and all of the prayers of the old saints, all of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. This is gonna be a hard one for me, guys. So I, like y'all might be like, okay, okay, bitch, hurry up. But, um, it's okay, we still love you. It's fine. It's just I don't, I don't know because see, the the Yinzer in me, the Steeler fan in me, is obviously gonna want the Bucks to win this game just to keep the division rates closer. Even though we got it rough right now in Philadelphia, we gotta go there this weekend. Yikes, that's gonna be the little down the road as we gonna talk about. My condolences in advance, you know. Um, at least you guys have a decent winning record, but I'll just, I'll just. We're two and right five, away. Kayla. We're oh, two okay, and five. We, we are. I'm like, what? What still? Let's keep watch. I'll say. I'll say. Probably the Steelers of last season, but um, uh, <laughs> uh, the Tampa Bay game. Mm, that's going to be a hard one. I believe it's going to be a hard one. It's going to be a close one. I don't even have a prediction right now, unfortunately. I understand I'm always the one usually with the predictions, but I can't have them right now because. This game to me can go out of the way. I think Kayla made some great points about how, or you, Stacey, made some great points about how Tom Brady is going to play with a fuel towards fire. I think that with all the controversy going down, them being home against a very questionable Raven secondary, I'm not going to lie to you, a very questionable Raven secondary that could be the secondary that did do my favorite thing so far this year, which was beat them damn Bengals because they fans make me sick so bad. And I still stand on what I said about... Oh, I still stand on about wow. what I said. Wow. Bengals fans? I don't know they were that bad. What? Oh, wait, did I miss did I miss the comments that we were supposed to start with oh. last episode? Crap, I yeah. forgot about that. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Let me find out about these Bengals fans. Like, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Stace. You a Falcons fan and you want to know about Bengal fans? You should have seen. They've the been bad for so long up until Joe Burr. Like, it's just like, I haven't heard them say a peep. Listen, you want to know a hot take? And you heard it here first. Here. They're going to be bad even with him, believe it or not. They're not I mean, who you looking kind of funny in the light right now. So, um, I mean, and he got off to a slow start last season as well, and it was the second half of the season where he really started to pick up and make that Super Bowl. But push. they were seven and zero so, last season, up to one point. I mean, yeah, they, they were, were seven and zero, but they're not like that no more. And I keep mm -hmm. telling people, this offense did not beat not one elite defense this year. And I looked at that schedule, boy. They got to go against Tennessee. They got to go against Buffalo. They got to go against Tampa Bay. And I have a good feeling they're not going to get the same Bucks team like, that the Steelers get that the Steelers got last week. They're not going or two weeks ago. They're go not going to get that. Danico Autry like five sacks on that game, but it's fine. That's neither here nor there. Keep going. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. 
But yeah. yeah, I still stand on what I say. They're not making the playoffs. They're not. I'm calling it. I picked the Ravens early in the season to win the division, but depending mm-hmm. on how things go, I can't write off nobody. I can't even write off the damn Browns in that division. That's the crazy thing. I can't even write off Cleveland. I can't write you off. You know, this is a Jacoby Stan account over oh, here. Girl. Jacob- oh, girl. Jacoby Stan account. Yes, Stacy. Yes, Stacy. I've been hearing yes. this for three episodes now. I've been hearing this for three episodes now. Just Jacoby, though, not the whole team. Just Jacoby. Yeah, yeah, just Jacoby. We get it. We get it. We saw your little woo woo chance when they beat my Steelers three weeks ago. We definitely saw that, but it's still all love, Kayla. It's still all love. But I just um, had to get it out for the one time. That's it. Just, hey, just hey, the one you time. did what you had to do. You did what you had to do. But it's just straight up like this. But yeah, them damn Bengal fans, Stacy. Oh, let me. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just, uh, you know, DM you or text you some screenshots that I got. Please, please because, write oh me. Oh, my God. And then we can do a resources. whole segment. Because I said mean, they wouldn't. Exactly. Of I mean Because I, I was mad I was late. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, they still run in their mouths now. Maybe not in my mentions no more. Because their team is not who you think they are. You know, for some reason, they don't think they can lose to Cleveland this Monday which is something we could definitely get into. They don't think they can lose to Cleveland this Sunday. I mean, oh. this Monday. They're in Cleveland this Monday. That's the crazy thing. And they have lost a lot of matchups against the Browns. And for some reason, your offensive line has only gotten worse. And it's not gotten better. You have not played any elite defenses this year. And since week two against the damn Cowboys and against the Ravens, and we saw what happened. You got destroyed. But... um. Yeah, NFL Week 8, uh, back to Thursday night football, though. Um, I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to tell you this. Tampa Bay got a questionable defense. Baltimore got a questionable defense. They both got questionable secondaries. Their front lines, both of them are legit in my book. Their running games can be pretty legit. Um, Justin Houston, Patrick McQueen on the Ravens. You definitely got to watch out for them. But then you got to watch out for Dave and White and others on the Bucks, And then you got a questionable Ravens secondary who's 32nd ranked in the past, or I believe 31st now. Um, then you got Tampa Bay, who whose defense is pretty questionable in the secondary as well. So it's like, it's hard. It's hard to bet against Tom at home, but it's hard to bet against Lamar Jackson because he made nothing out of something so far to share. And let's face facts here. He's arguably the only reason why the Ravens possibly have a 500 record right now. And he should definitely get his contract regardless of how this year play out because with Promise and Kenny Pickett, with Deshaun Watson possibly being back next year, uh, Joe Burrow, you know, probably being in a mix depending on what bingo team we get, blah, 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 who cares? Um, I won't, but... You cannot afford to lose Lamar Jackson if you're the Ravens. But the Thursday night football game they can go either way. Pay this man. Like, yeah. what? Pay and this then, man. And give the damn man some wide receivers. This is coming from a Steelers fan, John Harbaugh. What the hell you yeah. mean you don't? You, they're, they're acting like they don't want him, first and foremost, because they won't pay him. And the biggest thing for me. So I wonder if Lamar is actually holding back a little bit because he I don't think so. hasn't gotten his money. Like I wouldn't blame him. I mean, who but, would? Right. I it's him. Blame I, him. It's him. Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman and maybe Jacob Dobbins and them guys by themselves. But they gotta have a better O line, and that's the thing. Tampa Bay could definitely get after Lamar Jackson, but you, 
switch it around, the Ravens could definitely get after Tom Brady. Uh, Pittsburgh got after Brady. You know, uh, without I don't let you Watt. touch Tom Brady. You know you can't do that. Uh, uh, Cameron that's, Hayward that's, that's did. The, that's the big, I like to call when I play spades, the big, big Jesus joker. That's yep. what that is. The the refs and your inability to touch Tom Brady. Yeah, they, well, well, oh my it's God. That game. freaking, that the freaking pass. Uh, what, what they called it, a rougher, roughing the passer call the passer. Oh my God. Yeah, so it happens when you're the oldest man on the field. No, they was doing that even to the young Brady back in New England. They were doing that for a hot minute for Brady. What did Cam say? He wasn't old enough to get those calls. They told him to his face. You you can't get them calls. You you don't remember that? But what the hell was the reason with Ben Roethlisberger then? Why he didn't get them calls? Because besides... He's not goaded like Thomas. He is in Pittsburgh. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Peyton didn't get them calls. Look... We couldn't even get Peyton the helmet that fit, so we we just need to start there. That's a ten gallon head. Now you know, sis, they would have had to bring in the experts, Henry Ford himself. Dig him up, dig up Henry Ford. Somebody exactly. that can make Peyton man in a helmet. Now, don't get me wrong. I am pleasantly surprised by Peyton. I didn't realize that he was this personable or funny. I enjoy watching him and Eli on Monday nights. Who knew that Peyton Manning was this funny, but since that head, the head. Look, look, I can't expect him to get the, couldn't expect him to get the cause if we can't get his helmet together. <laughs> but his lovely little red mark on the sidelines, but it's fine. But we just need to get our quarterback situation under control and yeah. figure out if we're going to stick with Sam Ellinger or not. But it's um, yeah. But before we get into that space, you want to give your takes on the Thursday night football matchup because I don't have a decision because of everything I just explained. So let's hear from you real quick, and then Kayla, we can call this your moment after that. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. So I'm gonna keep it cute and concise. I agree with Kayla. My heart says love a quarter black. But my head is saying, Tom ain't going out greasy for game straight. It's not going to happen. So, and you're in Raymond James, all signs are pointing to Tampa Bay. And that's all I'm going to say. Well, we got two Tampa Bay and one indecisive. <laughs> all right. So now we're definitely getting started because the Indianapolis Colts made a very, mm. what many would call a interesting but extremely needy quarterback change when they decided not just because of the shoulder injury of Matt Ryan, but just because the way he just been playing this year, he has sucked. Let's call it like it is. So offense, Kayla, but, um, he's fourth in total passing yards in the league. Top five. It never fails. I am always appalled at how Matt Ryan stays in the top the top of the top when it comes to passing yards each season. This um, the stats were just put out. He's number four. What about the them list? interceptions though? It's too many. Yeah, we're we're overs. I think we're in double digits. <laughs> we're in double digits. That's all that needs to be said. We're in yeah. double digits. You don't have to tell me. Um, <laughs> we're in double oh, digits. Oh God, yeah, you two. Oh man, Ooh, Kayla, tell me the Falcons. Oh my God, Kayla, they really got your Colts, didn't they? Oh my God, they got. <laughs> Did they, they though? Got this, is, good. this is. We had well, but let me. We we had Phil, we had Carson, and now we're on Matt. 
Listen, everything even, is better than Carson Wentz. So that's I, why I, I don't really even, think they counted as an L because right. Like I can't even say that we got got. Um, how how was how the was Carson Wentz was the you got got actually? It wasn't Matt Ryan. It was the right. Carson Wentz pickup. Oh God! Um, and but and then I believe not, he didn't even play the first like half of the season when he uh, first got on. I don't he, think he did I either. Break both your ankles. Didn't that happen? Didn't that happen to Carson Wentz? What? How you break? break the Maybe, I don't never want to find look, out from a personal standpoint. <laughs> look, I just I'm sorry. I just want us. I just want us to stick it's with a quarterback <laughs> under the age of 35 for longer than a year. That's 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 on my Christmas list for next year. That's <laughs> and I want that's all that. I want. Okay, Kayla. Um, so. But I'm also rooting for Sam because um, let me get background here. So I was the communications intern for the Colts for the 2019-2020 season. So I got to live through the leaking of Andrew Luck's retirement during that preseason game. Uh, that's how my that was my welcome to the NFL moment. Right. And then COVID was the end of my NFL era for the time being. We'll get back there eventually. But I believe that was the year that Sam, we picked up Sam. So Sam's been riding the bench since at least 2020, chilling. So, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, being behind, you know, names like Matt Ryan and Carson and Phil that he's been able to take some notes and learn what not to do. Um, granted, I know a lot of the players don't necessarily pay attention to social uh, during the season, but I mean, I'm hoping he's using that as a little bit of juice to be like, okay, let me let me have my life in order um, as I start. Granted, that's a little bit of pressure, but I'm gonna yeah. say we can only go up for, from here. Um, but also on the other side of the ball, I would love for um, uh, the linebacker formerly known as Darius Leonard um, to I'm not I'm not here with the name change I'm still getting used to it um, I would love for him to be healthy I'd love to see him fully healthy I feel like we need his leadership on that side of the ball but I'm also surprised that Kenny Moore the second has been so quiet this year not not the biggest fan on that um, so I'm hoping that you know once Shaquille gets back and that can light a fire under Kenny to also provide an, you know, another um, leadership voice. Um, but I also am kind of shocked that there's not, um, there's not more talk about, you know, the Colts defense being quiet when you have those two young superstars on that side of the ball. But I'm also glad that Paris Hilton, or not Paris Hilton, oh Lord Jesus. It's been a long week. Uh, it's only Wednesday, but it's been a long week. I feel you. So, uh, but Paris this Campbell, rather. It's supposed to be for um, Thursday, Kayla. Oh, I, it's been a long week. It's been a long <laughs> week. I, we can't even get the days right. Right, right. Um, but I mean, I'm glad that Paris Campbell is back and healthy. I'm really interested to see his production is this year after spending quite a few years on IR. So I am hoping that this upcoming week for the Colts can provide, you know, a little less hurt in my heart this week. 
but we'll see. I'm not, I'm not holding my expectations too high, but the hope is a win. And that is what it's about when you come to, when you're coming up to week eight in the season. Managing your expectations because we are over, we're right at the halfway mark of the season right now. Things are starting to shape up. People like teams are starting to take their bye weeks and everything. So it's really starting to get real. So what games do you feel are much must watch games for week eight? Um, Obviously you're going to call me a little biased, but I might have to go with the Steelers and the Eagles game because Here's the They could probably pull off the upset. I'm not expecting them to. Um, we're going to be 100% honest here. Getting Robert Quinn definitely puts fear in my heart because it's only going to make their defense even more nastier against a questionable offensive system in Pittsburgh. But if there's one team that's just known for winning games they're not supposed to win, it will be them, which honestly, I want them to win all the damn games if that's the case. But I, oh, I can't. But um. It could be a momentum changer if they can pull it off in Philadelphia. Obviously, they would still have it. Even if they were to lose to the Eagles, they would definitely have an opportunity still because either the Browns or the Bengals are losing this Monday, which could definitely open it up. They definitely got to see Cincinnati again at home. They still got to see Baltimore twice. They got to see Cleveland again at home. And they definitely will have a winnable stretch after the bye week with TJ Watt and them guys coming back. Everyone's getting healthier. Um, Calvin Austin, I'm not expecting to see this year, who was the rookie that was drafted out the fourth, correct me, fourth round because he was not active on, he was not activated to the 53 man roster with a 21 day window that unfortunately is now closed. So yeah, um, Steelers and Eagles, definitely a game. I think that could be watched because are the Eagles legit? Are the Eagles going to be the team that everyone feel they are? Are the Eagles really the team to beat? Are they going to be, um, is Jalen Hurts really that dude? And I think a secondary like Pittsburgh's can definitely put it to the test. And then you got the Steelers secondary. Are you guys really going to be this top-notch secondary? Um, you got Jalen Hurts, who's going to be throwing the ball. You got A.J. Brown. You got Devontae Smith. You got a challenge headed of you if you're Pittsburgh. And then you got Philadelphia with a great running game. Um, obviously, a good offensive line. And then you got Jalen Hurts, who to me should be definitely a top-tier candidate for you know the MVP um award this year with you know his progress obviously people want to knock him because it's mobility but here's the reality we're in the era with mobile quarterbacks mobility is a must because regardless of how top tier your offensive line is you have to move out the pocket because you know your defense we've been in the era of mobile quarterbacks if people yeah. are over it by now they just need to stop watching football because yeah, we're, we're in that era because like, defensive we, players we are, are much years into that now so exactly exactly stace and defensive players are much more athletic now than they were then like this is the reason why guys like troy palomalo get the praise that he gets because he was an athlete that was ahead of his time like the way troy palomalo played back in the 2000s is the way a lot of these athletes are playing right now and that is why people say like you know it'd be hard and it'd be unfair because it's different eras different things you know football wasn't the same things evaluate things change well that's exactly what's happening in the quarterback position right now and jalen hurst is a prime example of that he's arguably right now the forefronter of that because he does out of all the mobile quarterbacks 
He's arguably having the best numbers. He definitely has the best team record. He's definitely a big factor into this undefeated streak that the Philadelphia Eagles are on. Now, them coming off the bye could definitely be a momentum, you know, in their advantage. Steelers being over a 10.5-point underdog. Mike Tomlin record speaks for itself as underdog, which I believe is now a 47-23 and 23 record as an underdog so this could definitely be one of those games for Mike Tomlin depending on what Steeler defense we're getting but it also depends on something Kayla you know where I'm going with this if Matt Canada can open up the damn playbook like we've been waiting for seven eight weeks now um but definitely and then I think another game um, would definitely be the Bengals and the Browns because Cleveland wins, Cincinnati loses. Cleveland can possibly put Cincinnati back to four and four, put them at the 500 mark, and Cincinnati would definitely have a tough stretch. Then Cleveland could definitely turn around their season. If Honestly, the only thing they got to do is run the damn ball against that game. I think it's because, because the AFC North Division, it's not going to be this runaway like many people thought it was going to be. And it's going to come down to the wire. It's, I think it's really going to come down to the final two weeks of the season. I don't think it's going to get clenched any time before then because everyone still has to see one another and everyone still has tough stretches. The good news for the Steelers is everything's everyone's getting healthier and your schedule does get better on paper. The Saints is no slouch, though. Then you got the Bengals. Then you got other guys coming. So you definitely got to be prepared for that. But um, yeah, those two games I'm definitely watching. I'm definitely watching this Tampa Bay and Baltimore game because we're going to find out a lot about both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to find out a lot about both teams. Are we going to find out that Tom Brady is still the Tom Brady that many may not love, but we all definitely respect and enjoyed watching playing, regardless of how tired of him winning you are. You got to embrace the fact that he's a winner and not only he's a winner, but he's an ultimate competitor. I'm definitely looking to that game, but I'm also looking at the game of the Sunday night football matchup. And that's between Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. That playing. was gone. that was my number one pick. I'm yes, the Green Bay Packers. That. So that's definitely. going to be the best quarterback battle for Week Eight. Oh yes, and I'm and very very excited to see it. That was going to be my segue when you were talking about um, quarterback elitism and how Jalen Hurts has really gotten on the map this season. Josh Josh Allen is that guy, and we're definitely. seeing it. He has a lot of help. The addition of Von Miller definitely did not hurt um the bills elevated him i think somebody needs to put a meme of josh allen and stefan Diggs just embracing because i believe that he elevated stefan Diggs' career stefan Diggs definitely helps josh allen as well exactly one of his more reliable receivers so the combination of that and um yeah which is why aaron Rodgers, great matchup yeah which is why a great quarterback um, a great quarterback and great wide receiver duo is extremely important. Now, especially that it's always been important, you know, back then in the 70s, you had the Bradshaws and the Swans or the Bradshaw and the Stalwarts. Then you had the Lins, I meant not the Lins Swans, correct me, the Joe Montana's and the uh, Jerry Rice's. And then you had the Michael Irvin's and the Troy Aikman's. That matters Aiden now. Aiden and today. Marvin. Peyton yes. Reggie Wade. Yes, Tom Brady and, you know, Dion Branch. Even though oh, yeah, tight yeah. End, but still, great duo. Yeah, um, definitely. It, it matters, and it definitely matters now because this is a pass-happy league. 
which means defensively, you got to be able to get after the quarterback and you definitely got to be able to stop the pass, but you still got to be able to stop the run as well. But it's mainly stopping the pass. You know, you're only going to go as far as your passing goes and that's offensively or defensively. But getting back to the matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers, it's just straight up like this. It's going to be a game. Are the Bills really the team that we think they are? Are the Bills going to be? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They were my Super Bowl contender at the beginning of the season. The Bills are absolutely making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I picked the Bills. They were like one, two plays from making the Super Bowl last season. Yeah, like, they would have smacked Cincinnati last season. Oh, the Bengals, oh my God, they would have destroyed the Bengals. <laughs> Kansas City would have beat Cincinnati. They just ain't run the damn football. They should. They ran the football on everyone else, but you chose the most questionable defense out to run the damn football. That was stupid. That was stupid to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The passing game is Cincinnati's game. The running game and the passing game is you. You didn't not have to have Patrick Mahomes run the damn. I mean, throw the football all the time. You did not. But um. That's going to be a great matchup. I'm actually excited for that one, Sunday Night Football, because you don't know what you're getting out of this. You really don't. Can the Packers pull off the upset? Because the Bills ain't losing a hot minute. The Bills hasn't lost at home this entire year. And then you got Josh Allen, who just not going down. <laughs> Let's just call it the facts. Like, he's a mobile Josh big man, and I tell people enormous. he's a problem. That's a big boy. He's a mobile no, no, Ben Roethlisberger. He's a, he's a he's a mobile Ben Roethlisberger. And the thing about it, what puts my fear, it's a mobile Big Ben and a way better sufficient offensive system than Ben Roethlisberger had when he first came into the league. And Ben won two Super Bowls. And I understand that great defense. And I understand Hines and Antonio, what Ben brought to the table individually. But this Buffalo Bills team... It's a whole nother story. You got Gabe Williams, you got Stefan Diggs, you got these guys, and then you got Josh Allen, who could run the ball, who could take off himself, who could definitely chuck the ball down the field. And that is going to be a problem for many people for years to come. The they Bills the are going to be around, and they're so young. That's the crazy thing. They're so young. And then you turn right back around, look at their defense. We're not even talking about their defense enough, who is top three in the Top three offense, top three defense. That's a problem. And they're and they're beating the top teams in the process. And they're beating the top teams. That's why Cowboys fans love to say that I hate. But listen, they have the weakest schedule in they the do. NFL. They do. You arguably. lost your first game with Them your the quarterback. I mean, Dakota just won one. Dakota Rain just won his last one. Okay, no shade, no tea. He just won his last one. But it's like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like... Whatever. But yes, when you're doing what the Bills are doing with the schedule that they've had, yeah. Yeah, because they are whooping everybody's ass this year. Who Buffalo's cleaning house. And they are doing everything that a damn Bill is supposed to do. They are just running. They're ransacking. They're just showing you like it's their time. And honestly, Buffalo wants Super Bowl. I would not be mad. I would not be. Because honestly, I know my team is not ready. I know my team is not ready for a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. They're not. I say another year, maybe two years. Depending on, I'll go for another two, three years for the Steelers for the Super Bowl playoffs. It's up in the air. It's up in the air, and it's going to be up in the air for a hot minute. As long as Tomlin's the coach, because we can't write him off. But Matt Canada, either way, whether they make the playoffs this year or not, Matt Canada's out of here after this year. He, he can't. You, you fire, you fire Todd Haley after thirteen and three. You fire Randy Fitchner after freaking twelve and four. You cannot sit here and be most likely. Some miracle, a 12 and 5 football team, or 11 and 6, or 10 and 5, or 9 and 8, or 8, or 8, 8 and 1, 
and Matt Canada be there because you're not even supposed to be the Jets. And personally, I believe the only game the damn Steelers should have lost this year so far is to the damn Bills. This is why mm-hmm. I can't write my Steelers off because you're losing games you have no business losing and you're losing for the dumbest reasons. It's just the dumbest crap. Buffalo, you just got your ass handed to you. Let's just call it like it is. Cleveland, you could say constantly the same thing, but you got away from the things that work. And that's my issue with Matt Canada. And you're so damn arrogant, but you're so damn stupid at the same time. And with this defense and with all this young talent, we don't got time for this. We understand life at the end. How long do we think that the Eagles are going to ride this six and or oh? How 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 long are we thinking they're going to be lossless? Um, what's their record right now? Seven and L, six and L. Um, Wait, before we even get into that, Kaylee, you can tell us your picks for your your, your game of the week for week eight. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm change the topic like this, Kayla. Hey, I, hey, I tried. To, you see how I tried to wiggle through that? Mm-hmm. Um, and you nearly I got tried. us. Thank you, Stacey. I tried. Um, I will say um, tonight's game is probably the biggest one. Like I said, I'm 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 loving you know, the quarter blacks and them being great this season. Like I'm, I'm loving it, but I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if Lamar can pull it off. Um, so that, that is one. I can, hence my yeah. question. I'm, I'm riding with the Eagles, but I've, I'm a little biased because Nick Sirianni is a former Colts offensive coordinator. Um, and then he's got John Gannon on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of a, a toss up there because I really want to see how long they're gonna go without losing. Um, oh, yeah. So I mean, either you know the cockiness of being at six and zero is gonna get to them, or the pressure of being six and zero is gonna get to them. Um, so I don't, I don't know how they're gonna go with that. But those are probably my top two. Uh, for the week. Yeah, I definitely. Um, obviously, Steelers. If the Steelers can pull it off, you know, I don't have a pick for that game. I'm not gonna pick. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just do. I'm a with my team. I'm gonna just do what I've been telling Steelers fans all the damn time to do: sit back, relax, shut up, and let the damn season play itself out. Stop asking for a top five picks. Just stop. Just stop it, Steeler fans. Please just stop it, please. Just stop I, it. Yeah, because I feel we like... all know what's gonna happen. Hold on, before before you go, Stace. But <laughs> we all know what the hell if the Steelers are to pull this off. Like, say if they are, we know what the hell the first thing Steeler Nation are gonna be hollering. Or at least the majority of them. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're this, we're that, we're this. We're th- shut up and let the damn year play itself out because you don't know what the hell you want. You don't know whether you want a top 10 pick in the damn draft. I don't get how that makes your team better because majority of the biggest busts in the draft came out the top 10. So be careful what you, you know, be careful what you wish for. But then I'm sticking by my Christmas wish. <sighs> I don't know. But anyways, yeah. I'm going to just, you know, pity back off a little what Kayla said here about the Thursday night football. I'm going to say this about Lamar. Lamar's going to go as far as that secondary and his defense and the Ravens allows him to go. But on to you, Stace. No, that's cool. I was like, I feel like we feel. Whoa. Stacey, come back. Yeah, come back, Stace. 
let's let her in. Let's let her in. Uh, let's let her in. Let's let her back in. Is she coming back? What the hell just happened? Why did everybody kick her out? Let's let her back in. No, no, no. We need Stacy. She was doing so well. She's on a roll. Like, let's let her back in. Like, really? Why did it just do that to us? It was such a great episode. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Like, did it really just cut her off like that? Right, she was on a roll, like, doing extremely great. But uh, yes, there she go. There's our girl. Let her in now. Let her Welcome in back. now. Welcome Thank back. you, Stacey. We're Welcome so, so what, 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 That's what happened when you give old people technology, girl. Why was, my, <laughs> why was it plugged in and not plugged into the wall? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank, oh. Okay, but you like, said, oh, ma'am, how old are you? Because you know Listen, we not we not gonna give away all the all the sauce, all the juice. Oh, well, but no, let's we... just say let's just say the twenties were a good time. Oh, okay, well we're anyway. recently on the same boat then. As of <laughs> yesterday, we are on the same page. Yeah, I'm well, the happy, young guy. happy belated birthday! Oh Thank yes, you. Kayla, happy birthday! Yes. Happy belated! Um, if but, you guys watch this episode, please tell her happy birthday in the comments on YouTube. Yeah, but what I was me. saying was like we yeah we feel that way about all of our teams. We get uh on a little bit of of a of a tear of a little bit of a win streak and we always say we're gonna go to the super bowl so we'll see but i know we come into time here but we can't wrap up without touching a little bit on the nba and what is happening as the season is starting as of yesterday did you see clay and d book getting into a little tussle a little verbal tussle on the court Oh, I wasn't dealing with G League stuff. I probably would have been watching because that that sounds interesting. No, absolutely. So, to to make the longest story short, the the Suns was you know working the Warriors a little bit, and in true competitive sportsman uh, fashion, D Book and Clay started you know yipping a little bit at each other, and all you did was see Clay hold up the four. And you already know what that means. It's like, oh, they talking, they talking. Yep. So it's like I got the four rings and everything like that. And they said it's all love, it's all you know, and in, in, in good, in in good sportsmanship. But you know, after the whole Draymond Jordan Poole situation, you don't know when somebody gonna well, come out. For, for that's the what I was about to say. Um, Steve, Steve, <laughs> it's um, all cool. It's all cool until you fight, wake up like, and it's tomorrow. Right. So, uh, <laughs> what kind of fight club are you running over there? Like, are y'all holding <laughs> boxing practice? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I feel like the the least and most surprising 
thing starting off, of course, is way too early. Whether everybody's only played what four games, maybe at the most, is the Lakers start. I think everyone expected them not to be fantastic, but they're like zero and three or zero and four at this point. I think and oh and damn three. Ooh, there it is, and it's like. All every everybody's pointing fingers at at Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. I am. I'm, on it. I'm not going to point fingers at LeBron. I'm so pointing who? fingers at all of them. That's a damn Laker I'm fan. Looking I'm looking at the front office. I'm as a Laker fan as well. I'm mm-hmm. looking at the front office. Why do we oh, have all these old five, men on the Kayla. roster? High five. Yes. Wow. Why, why do we have all these? Let a player run your team. Be oh, the front okay, office. Run the team. Oh, Kobe. Kobe never oh. had this much pull. Yeah, he did. But I feel like he, I feel like he, I feel like he had a little bit. Having pool and acting as a GM are still two different things. And I'm going to tell you something right now, Kayla. Let me remind you, if Kobe would have had so much pool, we would have had Chris Paul in his damn prime. Oh, listen. No, well, no, actually, that wasn't up to him. I believe the NBA vetoed that trade. They wouldn't let Chris Paul go to the Lakers. They tried, but you let Anthony Davis come with LeBron. Come on, they tried to get okay, but he's got bum legs, so I feel like we're not. This is we have to. We're dealing with different caliber and age groups here. But he was young and he was healthy back then. Yeah, we're talking about about back. Yeah, then. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Yeah, back then. As of now, as of late. Yeah, and I'm pulling up the NBA records right now. The Lakers are horrible. Need to get their damn act together. It's an embarrassment, bro. They're the only LA team I know right now that is below 500. If I'm not mistaken, if the Chargers ain't the one saving their asses, yeah. I can say this: they're the only LA team right now without a damn win. I can say that safely. But they're not the only California team. The Kings also have no wins. But do you honestly want to be in the same conversation with the Sacramento Kings? You don't. No, no you don't. On the flip side, the Trailblazers are 4-0. Could they be a dark horse early to go and hoist the Bill O'Brien? Bill O'Brien. Larry O'Brien. Ah. Uh. The Portland Trailblazers? The Portland Trailblazers. I mean, they got damn. The facial Miller. expression, though. <laughs> That's I don't know. Me. I don't know. Like, my face could tell you one thing, but I mean it another. But I really don't know because, like, see, here's the thing the Trailblazers here, you know, I believe they are in the Western Conference. Mm hmm. Um, I don't see them beating the Warriors. They could beat the Clippers. Um, you got to think about the Nuggets. You got to think about the Mavericks too. Um, I had the Mavericks last year as my dark horse favorites. I think I'm going to pick them again this year. Um, I don't see why they can't be. The Nuggets really didn't do nothing. And I'm a damn Laker fan, so I would never pick the damn Clippers. Um, and I don't see it in the Clippers to win it all this year either. Yeah, they're sitting at 500 now, but Kawhi is finally back. They got John Wall over the break. So we will see. 
we will see. John Wall, how good he's going to rebound after sitting out an entire season and only playing. He's only played like a handful of games of the past two seasons. So we'll see how he how he is getting back into a, a full season swing of things. And again, Kawhi has been out for the past 15 years with his injury. I think he just wanted a real a little break for real. I feel like he had already rehabbed. He just mm-hmm. wanted a little break, but he's back. Kawhi is one of my favorite personalities in the NBA because he is just so just I, him. I love Kawhi. Yeah, I hate <laughs> that he's a damn clipper. That's the only thing I hate. <laughs> but yes, and also the the talk of the town the Celtics, who are currently sitting at three and one, despite losing their head coach over foolishness. Yeah. A month before the foolishness. Do we <laughs> do we want to get into start. that? We won't. We won't. How do you fumble? <laughs> Miss me along. Okay, but we don't have to go into it. I just needed to get that out of my system. Honestly, we could save that for next episode too. But <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest, like. And it should, and it's a very, it's a, and it's rhetorical. That's the thing. It's rhetorical. I don't expect you to answer. I just need you to sit and lament on that. Just lament on that for a second. How? And why? I'm like, you just got there. You had plenty of stuff to keep you busy. You weren't that bored. Yeah. Like. You were one game short from winning NBA finals. Right. And and I mean, listen. That could have been different. So, you know, you got to be careful when you get in there and you knew all, all, everything looked like little Caesars to you, hot and ready. So you got to be prepared. You got to, you got to <laughs> stay on the straight and narrow. But come on, black man. Celtics. Like that's all I have to say on that is, come on, black man. You knew better. Right. You knew better. And oh, they. And I know we're not getting on this tangent, but they they finally released the the image and the the name of the young lady who the culprit, the other culprit in there. And it w- it wasn't given what we thought it should have gave. We definitely team Nia. Anyway, so uh um, so again, so- um before we close this out, I will I will end it, that segment with this. How do you fumble Nia Long? Like I feel like for every black woman as we are, you know, a slow all slowly approaching to be 30 and over, like that's Nia's goals. But we look we can move on yeah but yeah they they are currently at three and one doing a lot better than a lot of people thought they would so we're definitely going to keep an eye on them to see how they perform mid-season and especially the postseason if they make it it's looking good that they will um postseason uh how they respond to coaching how much that coaching makes a difference in their performance then there's also going to be a play-in tournament in the nba this season little mini play-in tournament in the middle of the season i don't ask any questions i just watch it so we'll see how that that goes as well um yeah i think what it really is i think the part that people underestimate the most is the fact that you can a, a team can only be as good as his coach but a coach can only be as good as his players. So I think with the Celtics having Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, um, you know, and guys like that around, I think that is what's really keeping them up, keeping their spirits up. They know their coach's not here. That could definitely be a motivational factor into them showing like, okay, we could do this. We could still be here. You still got to answer us. Where do you, you know, there's a reason why we're the defended conference champions, even though we came up short against the best team of the decade and the Golden State Warriors, who honestly, none of you would have beaten in the East. Maybe the Heat, but that's about it. 
But um, you got to think about all of that. So it's like, even when the Celtics looked like they were out of it, unfortunately for Lakers Nation, they're not. But um, yeah, I think like the Celtics could definitely be an early pick for the finals. Honestly, they should have been favored. Miami probably got the edge with, um, you know, the Celtics coach being suspended for the entire season. So the Heat could definitely be the number one, but the Celtics is right there in the top two in the East. Easily. Yeah, easily. 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 Um, anything else that you would like to comment on for the NBA season so far? How do we the feel Lakers about that speak. Blake? <laughs> How do we feel about that Blake Griffin pickup though by the Celtics? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, it's it just, it's not going to hurt them at all. I mean, I am, I get sort of sad when people bring up Blake Griffin because I feel like he had so much potential to do and be so much more than what he was. His his light in the star shone very bright, very quickly, and it kind of faded a little bit. So hopefully with the Celtics, this would be sort of a resurgence for him. I think he has a lot to offer teams. But yeah, it's not it's not a bad pickup at all for the Celtics. I mean, they definitely could use some his, more depth. Yeah, some more depth on that on that bench. Um so speaking of the Miami Heat though, how y'all feel about Jimmy Butler and the guys this year? Um the NBA trade deadline is obviously something trending. If you <clears throat> guys are right. What are your thoughts on a possible trade between the Heat and the Lakers, right? That the Lakers can trade Russell Westbrook and a second round pick in this upcoming draft of next season to the Miami Heat for Kyle Lowry. I feel like we just need to throw the whole Laker roster away and get some young people in there. Listen, when they <laughs> when they put the AARP League together <laughs> over there in the West. They should have thought about that. And it's not only did they have this collection of distinguished older gentlemen, they didn't leave themselves any wiggle room to get anything else for real. So again, a prison of your own making. Like, what can you do about it? I mean, the whole roster away. (laughs) Exactly. Start completely over. There's not one piece you should keep. Start completely over. I think so too. Um, but before they do, um, if one of them wants to escort me into the uh, Civil Rights Museum in DC with their AARP benefits, <laughs> I will gladly take that ticket discount. Listen, you ain't worth the damn, Kayla. You <laughs> ain't worth the damn for that. At the Target at 7 a.m. on Wednesdays. You took okay. State- we oh, are going. I can't we with y'all. Going to the IHOP and getting a fruity tooty fresh and fruity for half off, hey, <laughs> and then they can go. Right, you know what? Dinner time. You know what? That's y'all ain't worth the damn. <laughs> the Piccadilly. Somebody talk about it. The Sizzler. Y'all not really, y'all not worth the damn. I just want y'all to understand that. Y'all hey, really look, ain't worth the, the damn. The petty is strong. <laughs> yeah, it is. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. But um, I feel like this is going to be a great season if this is how we, we're starting off. 
I'm here for all of the petty that will come with this season. I'm oh, yeah, excited. Definitely. definitely. Oh, yeah, football, uh, <laughs> football, hockey, and basketball, definitely. But mainly NBA, NFL, unfortunately. Both of us. Well, are you guys hockey fans? No? Okay. I took the hockey team away from Atlanta. So, you know, it's been yeah, whatever. They for me. Yeah. Uh, did you guys even know that Indianapolis had a hockey team? No, I I did only because I spent six months in Indianapolis for work. Yes, I did. When and how did we not? When what? what, When were you there? Uh, This was moons ago, honey. This was like maybe three, three years ago, maybe four years ago. Um, And we did not cross paths. Like I'm hurt that. Like I mean, I'm glad we're friends now, but. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it is, let's be for real. Like, it's not a lot of us, especially where I was. In yep. Where were you? So, <laughs> where were you? I actually was living, I was right down the street from Sun Brewery. So right by downtown. I'm very like hurt. Cause I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in my feelings for a few seconds. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And, and we're going to allow you that space to do that because you know, that's your right. You yeah, should. definitely. Yeah, it's definitely time. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with everything you guys are saying about the Los Angeles, the um Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I don't think this is gonna be the year they're gonna win NBA Finals. And you either win it all right now. Listen, are we going you, to the you, listen, she went all the way there, didn't she? She didn't even say the playoffs. Are we going? Jump listen, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Because there. like, when you okay, when you play for the Los Angeles Lakers, right? Obviously, organizations like them, the Celtics. It's like you're playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA. That's pretty much what it is. It's about your history, your rich history of winning, continuously winning generationally, which is which makes you such an iconic franchise because you are an evolution of greatness in sports. You know, you had your Matt, you know, you had your Jerry West's, you had your Magic Johnson's, you had your Kobe Bryant's. You know, Kobe Bryant's, and now here's LeBron James's. Y'all, and then on careful, the, y'all gonna turn into the Cowboys. That listen, that finals uh, win, that bubble, uh, that uh, bubble finals got... win saved y'all. I listen, no, 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 don't you say that? Don't you say that? Well, uh, it's just straight up like this because I feel like we're not delusional as Cowboys fans. Documentary, uh, no, not yet, but it's just. When you play for franchises like that, right? Whether no, regardless of what sport, the standard is gonna be the chip or nothing. It's the NBA Finals with a win or it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything, you know. Laker Nation, we don't give a damn about the finals that you lost because those hurt us. We care about the ones that you won because in the end, in the world of sports, especially from an athletic standpoint, an athlete standpoint, you play the game to win. The standard is not good enough to get to the playoffs for the Los Angeles Lakers. The standard, especially with a LeBron James, Anthony Davis, a Russell Westbrook on your team, with a Pat Beverly, the standard is to win championships in Los Angeles if you are the Lakers. And unfortunately, they're not going to have the team, I think, to do that. And they're only getting older. Patrick Beverly is getting up there in age. Russell Westbrook not being himself. Not being the Russell Westbrook that we once remembered in OKC. And that's not a good sign right there if you're the Lakers. Then you got Anthony Davis. Questions around him. His shooter range, not that great. His under health. 50. Right. Under, 
Yes, it's under the league's average, under 50%. Then you turn around. You got LeBron James. He's doing all that he can, but he can't do it by himself, especially in the wild, wild west with the Nuggets, unfortunately, the Clippers right now. Then you got the Mavericks that a lot of people are overlooking. Once again, not a good idea. Then, of course, you got the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry. Behind him is Jordan Poole. Then you got Andrew Wiggins. Then you got Looney. Then you got Draymond still. Then you got Question Clay. Question mark. Draymond? For how much longer? That's another episode. Hey, hey, hey. You know, mm-hmm. the Warriors, the point is, like, it's going to be, be out of there if he uh, yeah. makes yeah. people fall asleep again. <laughs> but no, it's like, you're going to be around. The Lakers are going to be around long enough, right? To The Warriors, correct me, and teams like that are going to be around long enough to pretty much affect the Lakers' run, especially with this team um, that they have. You don't have shooters. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You're a Los Angeles Lakers basketball team, and you don't have a shooter. That's a problem right there for Laker Nation. We're not used to that. We're not going to accept that because if you didn't watch Jerry West, you watched Magic Johnson. You didn't watch Magic Johnson, just like I and Kayla here, you watched the great Kobe Bryant. We're not going to sit here and accept that. And then in those runs, you had the Derek Fishers. You had shooters. You've always had shooters when you're the Los Angeles Lakers. They don't have that right now. They need to get younger because, unfortunately, and this may not be something that people want to hear, but this is something that needs to be said. Life after LeBron is coming sooner rather than later. He's already considering playing with his son wherever his son lands. It's going to be a very rare chance that as great as a basketball player that Bronny is right now, he's going to land in L.A., which tells the Lakers what? You have to start preparing for life after LeBron, and you need to start right now. You don't have that many draft picks because of what you gave up for Anthony Davis, and then you gave up a couple for Russell Westbrook. Yes, you won the chip in the bubble, but this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. Anthony Davis has not done anything for the Lakers as of lately. Russell Westbrook hasn't done crap for the Lakers ever since he's been there, and now with Darvin Ham as the coach, there's no excuses for Russell Westbrook because this is the coach that we know that can make the players around him better. He has not done that. It's the time to push the panic button in L.A.? Maybe, maybe not, but you got to get it together. You don't have shooters, and you're going to be a team in the Western Conference. You got to have shooters. You got the Warriors. You got the Nuggets. You got the Mavericks. You got the Clippers. All got if you're shooters, a team that no. wants to make it anywhere in this league, you're going to have to have shooters. Like the game, exactly. the but game the in the NBA has evolved. Tough. It's a three-point game now. It's a shooter's game now. Like, uh, And if you don't have that long-range um, game, then you're you're not going to make it to the end. Yes. You're not going to make it far because the long-range, they're gonna, it's going to kill you. Those long-range mm. teams are going to kill you in the end. Mm. Preach, Stacey. Preach. That's the truth. It's the absolute truth. And like I said before, it's not good enough to make it to the playoffs if you're the Lakers or to be in a stupid tournament. It's only good enough to win championships if you're the Los Angeles Lakers. And the way last season ended and the way the previous season ended, back-to-back years, postseason or not, it was a total disaster in L.A. And... This does fall on LeBron a little. You want to know why? Because you're the one who wanted Dwight Howard back. You're the one who wanted Carmelo Anthony. You're the one who wanted Anthony Davis. You're the one who wanted Wesley Westbrook. They gave you what you wanted. You didn't stick to LeBron, the player. You stuck to LeBron. I feel like this team should be playing on like a cruise ship or something. Like, as you say these names, it's just like, it's not even. 
LeBron what? wanted to play the game for friends instead of championships, and it set the Lakers back. And it's not all on LeBron. Russell Westbrook, you're not who we thought you were. It's time to shop you. You didn't want to be there already as it is. You're playing like it. You turn back, you turn back around. Here we are. Here we are, Anthony Davis. When you can't stay healthy, you're not effective on the court. Again, it's, it's no player's fault. Again, it's the front office fault. With all due respect, LeBron has his rings. LeBron has nothing else to prove to not a single soul. Yes, Jeannie Buss also in is a factor. In, on the earth. Yeah. He already said he's just trying to hold out again, like you said, till his son till his son gets there. He's trying to play have. Of course I'm gonna invite my friends. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Of course I'm what gonna did, just, What did J. Cole it, say? Oh. But it's not fun when you're losing too. What, what did J. Cole say? Your friends it, it, are high about the players. About having chips and his friends not having any. Yeah, but it's the same thing. And it's like, he's going to do his best, you know. But your friends haven't won a playoff game since 2020. Your friends has had your butt home. Your friends did not play up to their expectations of the caliber player and what they apparently on paper bring to the table themselves. Russell Westbrook is one of the people. can't get off the injured reserve list, but that's neither. Exactly, that too. So it's like... and before we wrap, the whole thing about Russell, Russell Westbrook, it, it, if you look at this entire situation, it'll take you all the way back to that Russell, Russell Westbrook OKC team with him, James Harden, and KD. And why did oh this not work? Why did it not work? A lot of these things have become evident now that they yeah. have gotten older and gone their own separate ways. And you're starting to see a lot of them for the longest time. Nobody could ever figure out why that team never worked. Um, too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah, too many eagles in one room would cause a bubble to blow. But it's just crazy. The Lakers, um, they definitely going to have to start looking for life after LeBron. And the answer to me, it's just not in the building. Throw the whole roster away. Yeah, it's time. I'm sorry, Lakers, but this may not be what they want to hear because they want NBA finals. So do I. But we got to understand, we want a team for the long term as well. And we're not going to get that. That's reality. I don't want I don't want us to go to the playoffs and lose again. You're the Los you're the Los Angeles Lakers for crying out loud. We all know that LA is a great city. Yes, you got the Rams, the Dodgers, all them guys, but we all know that LA is a whole different vibe. The NBA is a whole different vibe when the Lakers are on top of their game, regardless of how the other teams in the Eastern or the Western Conference is doing. That's how much of a caliber organization, that's how high of a caliber organization you are if you're the Los Angeles the Lakers and the standards that are set upon you you don't have the team right now to do it you don't have shooters are, 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 it's getting are the standards high for them at the moment because I, I mean I, personally mine were not set that high for them no well, no one expected well I well, listen I definitely I definitely <laughs> understand where you guys are coming from but it's like it's not good enough to make the playoffs for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's not good I enough to even make have the conversation. The, I didn't even have them it's, it's not, but it's like, it's an organizational standard. It's like the culture that was built for the Lakers that sets those standards. And when they're not they lost met, it in the, they lost it in the offseason. But, they lost but, it. And that's where the front office comes it. into play. Like Stacy said, Jeannie Buss, you knew what your father handed you. 
You know the culture that was built. You did not enforce what your father enforced. We respect your thoughts as a player, but we're the boss. We're going to hear you out, but you're going to hear us out. Yes, we're going to have a team to compete now, but we also need capital to compete in the future. And having LeBron as the general manager, except for sticking to him as a star player, that set you back from being that. And that right there is why your seasons are going to continue to be failures. Even though you can have a above 500 record, you can make the playoffs. You're not winning the chip or winning NBA finals with this team. So with that being said, it's time to start shopping for life after LeBron. And the answer is straight up, not in the building. Yep, I agree. And my closing statement on this is we all know the only way that the Lakers are going to win with this team, win a championship with this team, is if they turn the court into a bingo card and they win to a bingo championship. So <laughs> with that being said, we almost at time. We're almost at two hours. Are there any any closing remarks that anyone wants to make about the NFL, about the NBA, about the MLB, which we didn't talk about the Yankees getting embarrassed. Again, uh, we want Houston. They got Houston. They got embarrassed. Like sweats. Any Don't other- get me started on that. <laughs> All my damn teams are disappointing me right now, but the pins, but the penguins, but we could definitely tap into that. Yankees, you're gonna get it next episode. The the Steelers saved you. The Lakers saved you, but that next episode is me and you because Pittsburgh's on a bye. Boom. Kayla, anything? G-League season starts next week. Can't wait. More into the G-League. More G-League things. People need to to witness more of this great young talent that's in the G-Leagues. In advance, happy NFL Sunday. Happy NFL weekend. Here we go, Steelers. (laughs) I'm rooting for everybody Black. The Falcons ain't going to do nothing, so I'm just rooting for everybody Black. (laughs) Look, you know, I like a good quarter black. I'm here for him. All right. So, guys, we out. This has been season two of the Mike Bomb Podcast, episode number one. We'll see you guys next Thursday when we're back at it. Um, ladies, it was nice having you. See y'all next episode. This will definitely be available on your usual podcast, you know, availability which is Apple, Spotify, now YouTube. So this will definitely be uploaded. And you can follow the podcast now at the Mike Bomb Pod on both Instagram and Twitter, along with Facebook. And you can follow me at Shay Max Sports on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, my girl right here, Darnest Stacy on Twitter and Instagram. And also, she also has that sports page called Stacy X Sports, which a page I would definitely recommend following. Um, Kayla will be ND underscore redhead and also KM Lewis on Twitter as well and Instagram. Uh, anything else you guys like to say before we wrap this up? <laughs> That's all I got. All right. See you guys next episode. We're out. Peace. Welcome to the Mike Bomb Podcast, the podcast where the bombs get thrown. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode. This is your host, May Shayla, exiting out. But before I do, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who has subscribed, followed, and listened to the podcast and for your overall support and love. If you are interested in getting more news and updates about the podcast, such as new episodes, new seasons, 
you can now subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, Google Podcasts, and much more. Or you can visit www.themikebomb.com for news updates within your favorite sport leagues along with more news about the podcast. Thank you for your support and see you next episode. This is my nightly, this is my pain, hey, this is my life, yeah, this is what I was born to do, yeah, yeah, I was born to do, every new day, every new night, every new stage, every new fight, this is what I was born to do, yeah, I was born to do, yeah, fall to my knees every night and I pray, asking Lord let him hear, I got something to say, there's a fear out there, coming your way don't let it stop you from living for what you were made it's not a dream it's a destiny blessed is he when the whole world listens to this mess in me there's a message inside what you get from me a little life little love that's a recipe so when the world is crashing down and you feel the weight on your shoulders try to pick it up but you're steady stacking up boulders every day's a gift never miss it getting older blessing in the struggle know that you're just on the road to a life you were born to live so i wake up every day and just give it what i'm born to give everything in me and nothing less while this heart's still beating up inside my chest